Welcome to podcast number one by Adam Higginbotham, the one where I attempt to convince you that you don't hate politics. You see, because I love politics. You heard me right. I do, in fact, love politics. I love what it is. I love what it stands for. Now, don't hate me for that, please. But I promise you that by the end of the podcast that I will qualify what I mean and define for you what, in fact, actually discuss you about politics. Believe it or not, it is not politics. It's another word that conjures up not only division, but also disdain. The great Socrates once said that the beginning of wisdom is the definition of terms. So let's define politics. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, politics is defined in three parts. A. The art or science of government. B. The art or science concerned with guiding or influencing governmental policy. And C. The art or science concerned with winning and holding control over a government. So let me start with A. Politics is an art and science. Wait, what? Yes, you heard me correctly. It should not be taken lightly. Art and science rarely are. An art or art form is an undertaking or activity enhanced by a high level of skill or refinement. We often do not grant this definition to politicians that run for government. But I believe that running for mayor or senator or even president takes great skill. Politics is about speaking to constituents and citizens in a way that convinces us to vote for them. Whether the words of their speech is refined or brash or clear or general makes a great deal of difference in winning office. The key element here is that the people make the politics. So, follow my reasoning here. If we hate politics, we in fact hate ourselves, and rarely do we ever hate ourselves. If we the people, as the Constitution begins, are unimpressed with the politician then that person simply does not win office. And as a student of psychology, this is very interesting to me. What motivates a person to do what he or she does? What motivates one person to advocate for another? What motivates someone to support another? All interesting questions answered via politics. All right, now to letter B. Politics is about guiding or influencing policy. Policy is a way of believing how life should be. I would argue that every citizen in America has an opinion on how their life should be and how their life could be improved. This is politics. If people truly care about their lives and their future, they should embrace politics because politics brings on influence. The great author Rick Warren is quoted as saying, the purpose of influence is to speak up for those who have no influence. Don't we believe that people should speak up for those who cannot stand up for themselves? If your answer is yes, then you must embrace politics. Every person that runs for office believes that they know a better way to help others. Am I convincing you yet? No? Okay, well, let's look at letter C. Letter C is about a citizen winning and holding control within a government. This goes back to the founding principle of a representative democracy. Thomas Jefferson said beautifully, Government is the strongest of which every man feels himself a part. 
The concept you must embrace is that regular, everyday citizens make up the pieces of the puzzle that help their representative win the chance to fight for them. This is politics. Simply put, we want the right person to win office that will best hold the control within the government. You see that we have power. Politics is power. Not in the hands of the representative that won, but in the power that we grant that individual to move forward on his or her plan to create change. Politics is the process of freedom and liberty that were guaranteed by the founders back in 1791. Again, I say, politics is freedom. So have I convinced you yet that you don't hate politics? No? Well, let me define the word that you were thinking of when you think politics. That adjective is the word partisan. It is defined as prejudiced in favor of a particular cause. Prejudice is a preconceived opinion that's not based on reason or actual experience. What we despise is the prejudgment of an idea and people being completely closed off at the concept that an idea might in fact be right. This is in fact what you hate. You don't hate politics, you hate the partisanship. You see, you can turn on any major newscast and you will not hear facts. Instead, you will hear attack after attack and more opinion on that attack. This is partisanship. The idea that no matter what logos one hears, one destroys those facts that are heard and simply reacts with pure pathos. This drives people crazy. Why? Because people want rationality. People are desperate for the truth, and the truth must be grounded in facts. This is what upsets people so much. Think of what politics might be without partisanship. Partisanship is the blind leading the blind, the preaching to the choir. You get the idea. It is the swirling of muck and grime where we elevate the opinions of a few to godlike status. This creates division in America and disdain for everyday citizens that are associated with a political belief. Partisanship must take a backseat to politics. Partisanship erodes civil discourse. Partisanship labels the enemy. Partisanship is judgment. Partisanship is not politics. You see, I believe that we can someday live in a world where everyday people long for rational facts, accepted as truth, without the opinions of the pundits preaching from their high horse. We don't need partisanship for politics to work. Bottom line, you hate the partisanship, not the politics. <laughs>